Well, good morning, Cam. Greetings and salutations, Mitch. How are you? I'm doing well. I finally got to mow my lawn yesterday morning after nearly two weeks. <laughs> it just kept raining. Every time I had time to do it, it was wet and I couldn't. So I squeezed it in yesterday morning before work and I'm happy. So I, my lawn is looking beautiful. I don't know if you've ever done like any kind of fertilization or anything like that on a lawn of yours, but we hired uh true green this year to, to, um, do stuff for us and they whatever they're doing is really working because the weeds are gone and the lawn is coming in lush and just greener than i think it's ever looked and it just looks amazing and of course because of that i have to mow more often so do you have to do multiple passes after two weeks uh, we, I didn't, there's a, there's a couple spots where I could have probably done a better job, but I had an hour to get it done and that's about how long it took me. So, and of course I had to jump in the shower quick when I got done too. So I had to figure that all in, uh, before I went to work. So, but it's done. So I'm happy. There you go. All right. Well, I got yelled at the other day when uh Good. A, a certain someone uh <laughs> listened to our show from last time and said how could you drop a bomb at the end of a show and not pay it off on that show and it's of course it's it was timing but uh, i deleted my instagram uh not the instagram my instagram account but just the app from my phone because uh but because i had reasons so um you recall uh several weeks ago uh elon musk was buying twitter and you know all this stuff and this, this didn't directly affect my uh my reason for deleting it but i was listening i'm pretty sure it was upgrade um mike and uh, jason were talking about about that story and one of them posed the question do you think that social media has benefited or harmed our culture? And I got to thinking, there's no like argument that it's made anything better, <laughs> but there's a whole lot of argument that it's made everything worse. And as much as I sound like an old man shouting at the wind, I get off my lawn <laughs> get off my lawn um <laughs> my nicely manicured fertilized lawn right <laughs> as as much as i feel like that in saying this it it's one of those things where i realized that instagram has done has done some things for me but nothing nothing good really you know it it has cost me a lot of money because i've because they're very good at advertising to me <laughs> and it uh it's wasted a lot of time and probably exposed me to some things that i didn't need in my life not anything terrible but just like things i just didn't need in my life and so uh, i just decided i'm just going to delete it from my phone see how long it takes before I really feel like I need to put it back on my phone and, and, and engage in it with it again. And that has not happened for weeks now. So I think I'm pretty happy without it. Now, the other right. news 
Someone came back to Twitter. Yeah, not Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have made that joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, no, much, much, much less exciting. Uh, I hopped back on. But it was it was mainly because I wanted to make sure I was keeping track of stuff ahead of WWDC. Oh, okay. That was really it. And I, you know, I tweeted a couple of things, but um, it was more I just wanted to keep up to date with you know a lot of the coverage too that came after it from mm-hmm. you know some of the websites that I follow, um, and get people's you know see people's reactions to different features and it's always a really good it's an easy way for me federico goes bonkers on twitter after this and releases like screenshots of like hidden little gems and you know that sort of stuff so it was more just to do that now will i stay will i go i don't know we'll see but it was like oh okay this is and i made i made lists too and like i'm super i'm super stringent on who i follow on social media simply because I don't want it to be, you know, I don't want it to have a lot of negative effects like you talked about. Mm -hmm. So I follow like only people that are either going to give me news and not like political news, like, like technology news, um, people that are going to give me insightful things to read on a faith or theology basis. And that's pretty much it. So it's a, it's a very, um, What's the word? Uh, oh my gosh! Starts with a C. People do this at museums. They uh, they don't cultivate. They like when you when you like intentionally. <clears throat> oh my gosh, Mitch! Words are failing me, and I sound like yeah. a total idiot right now. Curator, a museum curator. So it's a very curated Mm -hmm. portion of Twitter. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't deal with, and I do the same thing on Instagram too. It's very, very like, you know, if you look at like my follower account versus how many people I follow, like it's my follow count is very, very limited um, to like my best friends or, you know, a couple people that are really, really good photographers and that's it. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to get swept out to the sea of chaos that is awaiting for anybody who hops on those platforms. All right. All right. Well, I do have to say that I just figured out why you sounded really bad on this end. And, uh, and it was my, my fault, not yours. So figured, I figured that out and fixed it. So. Oh, you fixed my voice. Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> I sound so much better now. <laughs> okay. I think I got some more work to do. <laughs> Golly gee, this is a good show. <laughs> Oh boy, now that we've lost all our listeners. Oh, brother. All right. Well, we were going to start off with uh, just running through our uh, predictees results for the um keynote on Monday and uh and subsequent uh news after that, but uh of course the 24-hour rule is in effect. But uh, just to run over the rules really quickly, um, we're not going to have a, a, a music bed and a lot of complicated rules like some shows do, but, um, we, uh, we picked, I saw that one. Stop it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we, uh, we had uh, 10 rounds, um, that, uh, we picked, uh, different, different things. 
Uh, of course, we have our iOS round, our iPadOS round, watchOS, tvOS, which we'll have an interesting discussion about, uh, macOS, a uh, new or updated app, and then we had two wild card rounds, our buck wild card round, which I'd like to say we both got points for, so that's pretty exciting. And our annual predictees pick, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit, that we were able to wager up to three points on. And uh, that might decide the uh, the who wins today, because right now it it we're going to have to argue a little bit because we're tied as far as I have it right now. So we'll we'll see what we can come up with uh, as we as we talk I, here. I think you're about to get lawyered, Mitch. I think that's what's about to happen. You think so? Okay, yeah. I have I have one thing that uh, that I could not, and you see it in yellow in the dock. I I could not substantiate whether or not this one was we we hit this one or not. But uh, we'll get to that we'll, here. In we'll, a little we'll bit. get there. Yeah, right. we'll get there. So let's start out with iOS, which uh, got forty minutes out of the just under two hour event. So they had a lot of news on iOS, and uh, I said uh, we'd see new widget sizes. So I gave myself that point only because we have widgets on the lock screen now, and they are a different size from the widgets we had before. But they're not even widgets. They're complications straight from watchOS. <laughs> they look the same. Like, and they called them widgets, so you get the point. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll just say widgets. that now. You call, they called them widgets, you get the point. But they're not widgets. They're complications. They, they are 100%. That's why I'm annoyed. <laughs> they are 100% complications. But And uh, even I was, I was over at uh, some friend's house yesterday, and I was showing one of them the customizable lock screen stuff. And she goes, yeah. oh, that's exactly like how I do it on my my apple watch and i was like duh they, yeah, they took the, exactly. the, the entire apple watch face interaction the ui the entire thing from customizing it to how you and they just moved it to the iphone mm-hmm. lock screen but they call them widgets on the lock screen of the phone even though they're complications and you get a stupid point because of that <laughs> it's so not cool so and uh we went to you selected more interactive widgets, which I totally thought was going to happen. And man, if we really wanted to make an argument about argument about live, I mean, we got more widgets or live and <laughs> that live activities more, and feature. now they're on the lock screen. Mm-hmm. But no, it's not it, my yeah. my the spirit of the pick was actual widgets that you can interact with. Now we get. We get the the live activities notifications, but those yeah. are called notifications and not right. widgets, even though they look like widgets. And the, so the only one that was is, the only one that was interactive was the, the was the now playing uh, live activity, but that really just replaced what we already had um, with the now playing. Yeah, uh, and so this is where screen. yeah, no this and this is where we get into the fact that Apple just forgets how English works from mm-hmm. time to time. And we've had the argument about the iPhone and the iPad. Uh, and this is where the word widget just doesn't mean anything anymore. They just use it as they see fit across multiple things. Uh, so, yeah. What I meant for this pick did not come true, so I do not get it. Okay. I mean, I'm willing to go with the letter of the pick versus the spirit of the pick. but No, I'm not. It's And this is why you lose. No, 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 no. When we, when we get, when we get to another pick, we will have the same argument and I will win. <laughs> All, right. All right. So we, uh, so we, we want to just 
real quick, just as, as uh, uh, I don't know how the how the, the the sausage is made here. Do we want to talk at all about the OSs, or do we want to save that for? I was I was kind of hoping that we could just get through the predicties and then we'd okay. see how much time we have left because I don't want this to be Perfect. like a three hour episode. Yeah, so. I got to go mow my lawn. Yeah, so. <laughs> very nice. Um, so for iPad OS, uh, we I had multitask enhancements, more apps per space, resizable. <clears throat> I wasn't even mad that you got this one right. No, I know you were. Showing, I you was were like, so excited. I was like, oh my god, it's happening! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I got a point for that. You sure did. But and you got a point for yours. Go ahead. True external display support. Amen. Hallelujah. It looks good too. Here, folks. Mm -hmm. It is a ton of fun and it is super buggy. And like, somebody went out and bought an iPad so he could do it. I no, I I <laughs> traded mine in. I traded it my 2020 non M1 chip iPad in for the uh iPad Pro, the 11 inch iPad Pro uh with the M1 chip. Okay. And I did do that. Now we should say, um, just for those of you, just in case we don't get to it later, uh, those two features both require the M1 chip, and the iPad Pro or the iPad Air has a model with the M1 chip in it. So, well, the stage, the stage manager, the stage manager. Has. I mean, both of these are related to the stage manager thing, um, and the external display display support. You can still do the old janky stuff on uh, non M1s, but you don't get the uh, you don't get all the fancy new features um for yeah, that and there's part a whole bunch of people on the internet that are angry about it i'm you know i at first i was i had a little fomo on this one and then i realized i don't use my ipad that way anyway so when am i gonna ever plug it into an external display and like <clears throat> move windows around when i'm sitting right in front of my the only the only tv i would do that on is the one that's sitting off to my right right now at my mm -hmm. desk and i barely ever do anything with that one i when when we i was watching the keynote on monday i had twitter up over there but that that was just a running display board of twitter all through the th the whole thing so it wasn't really like i was interacting with it a whole lot but i never use that for or very rarely use that for an, another computer screen and mm -hmm. And I'm certainly not going to plug my iPad mini into it just so that I can use what I have right in front of me already on my, on my 27 inch iMac. So I don't know. I, I love that you're getting that. And I love that this is out into the world right now, but it's just, it's not something that I see myself ever really using uh, because I'm just not a iPad is just not my main, you know, it's not a, a work machine for me. So. Did you uh, see the, the picture I sent you last night? I did. I have I actually have it on my uh, my laptop over here. You can run if you have an external display with the an M1 iPad Air or Pro. You can have eight apps open at once, four on each screen, and then however many you know on the side and stage manager ready to flip flip in. It's a uh, now four. Op apps open on an 11 inch ipad pro way too many 
Yeah. But on my like 24 inch 4K monitor, plenty of room for the kids to go swimming. It, it does. It really looks nice, you know, yeah. on, on the external um, display. And, and to, to your point about it not fitting in your workflow, for me, it's like there's a reason I've been wanting this mm-hmm. for so long because I use my iPad probably five to seven times more than I use my MacBook Air. Like my MacBook Air only exists for podcasting, video, and photo editing, and then running some music stuff at church on Sundays when I'm on stage. Other than that, I'm using my iPad mm-hmm. all the time. And so now it really has become this modular computer where I can use it as a tablet on the couch or whatever. I can throw it in the magic keyboard if I want it as a laptop at a coffee shop here, whatever. And then I have a stand next to my external display that I can plug it in when I want to do, you know, all sorts of stuff. So it's, it, it fits my preferred usage 100% now because I have that option now to sit down at my desk, have multiple displays and just really go to town on, you know, whatever it is I'm doing, whether that's research and prep for, for Bible study or looking through my week. Like yesterday I sat down and I had my task manager and my calendar open on my, uh, on my um, external display with some other stuff. And it was just able to plan today. And it's, it is incredibly buggy right now and they have a lot to fix in stage manager, mm-hmm. but Holy crap. I'm in love. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. And I can only anticipate how much more I'm going to enjoy it. Come the full release in September when they have gotten a ton of feedback from users and developers of like, Hey, great idea super janky right now like it's crashed on me multiple times it and a lot of it is two third-party widgets don't know how to interact with the different sizes yet because sure. duh but um it just it does some weird stuff because apple's opinionated and they think it should be done a certain way and so i feel like a lot of this feedback is going to do to this what the feedback did to safari last year sure mm-hmm. um so all right i've talked too much i know we were going to try and save some of that talk for later but yep. i got excited I'm watch sorry. us um current watch faces updated so now this 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 is one that i kind of struggled with a little bit um to give myself the point for until i realized that the a lot of the original watch faces are going to be getting the rich complications that they uh that they haven't had up to this point so those are the newer complications that came from about the was it the Apple Watch 4, Series 4 forward. Um, so they're they're the nicer, prettier looking ones that um than the ones that they originally had. So there was uh there was update. So I'm sorry, I haven't been doing this and I've been a bad podcast host. I got that one. So <laughs> <laughs> so and uh you go ahead with yours. Uh new workout types and or metrics. Hit that bell, Mitchell. Oh, I'll do it we twice for you. Three <laughs> new running form metrics mm-hmm. and new ways to set heart zones, repeats uh, of work and recovery sections in your workout, in run alerts, multi sport workout for triathletes. Like, 
I got this one any way you could slice it. Right. So, and when you pick that, I'm going to, I tell you, I was thinking, man, he's not going to get that. <laughs> yeah, well, you, even, like, you even asked me, you're like, like what new metrics or workout types could there even, you, well, you want a Tai Chi, right? I want That's a Tai Chi. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was like, man, I don't know if he's going to get that. So, but, um, TVOS, I think we need two of these. <laughs> or how about one of these? <laughs> they didn't even mention it. I know I was, well, they, they, they released, uh, uh, I don't know if they released a, a news release on this or what it was, but they did. They did say that there were going to be some minor updates to it, but nothing, obviously nothing worth talking about in the, uh, in the keynote. So, um, Mac OS. Hold on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did you have, did you have more to say? No, I mean, I knew that I, well, yeah, I had more to say. I knew yeah. that my pick for widgets would have been insane had I gotten it. They updated the home app on iOS <laughs> and Mac OS, but they didn't put it on the TV. I literally screamed at my computer when this happened. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. This is such low-hanging fruit. We, Everyone knows why I'm upset about this. I, so I will save that for another day. But So I have a proposal. Me? I have a proposal for next year. We both make sure we both have the day off of work and we go, we get on zoom and we record all of our reactions to, uh, to you the mean share play, bro. Come on. Oh, let's do it on share play. You <laughs> betcha. I'm good with that. Yeah. And, and so, we'll, and we'll yell at, we'll yell at the presenters. So, um, yeah, let's carry on before I get so, angry again. Yep. Just, just so the, you, you pick the widgets. I picked that there would be a, a springboard redesign, a springboard redesign. Um, uh -huh. basically that the, 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 cause I'd heard that that was rumored, um, that they were going, they're working on a redesign of the, uh, the main screen, which, which is why I thought your widgets was plausible, mm -hmm. uh, because it, it only makes just sense imagine. that they would, they would just, just update imagine. that. Right. But anyway, um, Mac OS, um, I thought that I, that Mac OS Mammoth or Sequoia were uh, strong contenders and I still think that they could use these, uh, but we did not get Mammoth or Sequoia. So, um, we got, uh, Mac OS Ventura. Uh, you mean Mac OS Ace Ventura? Oh, <laughs> or, uh, Mac OS the yeah. body Ventura. Yeah, that was that. Good. When you sent me that, I got me good. I was like, okay, because my immediately I went to Ace Ventura. Yeah, you know, great movie. But well, yeah, Mac OS the Body Ventura was is <laughs> really good too. And your pick, uh, major overhaul of mail, books, and chess, or chess, or chess, or chess, or chess. Mm -hmm. uh, ladies and gentlemen of the court. Please arise for the Honorable Judge uh, Cam Brennan. We are here to debate because this one is in red with a big fat zero next to it. And I'd like to draw your attention to uh, exhibit a male. <laughs> I couldn't remember if we said you had to get two out of the three of these or not. No, there's a there's an or there. OK, yeah. Now, this may preclude in the future me getting three options in one pick, but I'm going to take it today. 
So, so here's my, uh, my other question about this is the term major overhaul, because it, to me, adding a few features is not a major overhaul. Oh, well, well, uh, <clears throat> in the keynote, the guy who has name, I don't remember said the words complete redesign of mail including undo send, scheduled send, follow-up suggestions, remind me later, search that has completely been rebuilt using the latest technologies on Mac, iOS, and iPadOS. Boom. Biggest update to mail in years. Give me that point. Hit that bell. Hit that bell. Hit that bell. (laughs) He said it on screen. Complete redesign. Search rebuilt from the ground up. Folks, it's green. <laughs> He's so mad. He's so mad. <laughs> I'm so upset. So, but here's okay. So, listeners, I'm really excited. I need to calm down. <clears throat> Before the show, I saw this was red and I got really, really excited because I took screenshots of uh, tweets from uh, Federico and then a screenshot of Mac Rumors websites talking about how Mac or how mail had been completely rebuilt. And, I, and it said dot, dot, dot for ios and then i got a that's why i was like oh crap i'm not gonna get this so i did a little uh googling and i found out that it's also on uh mac or on mac and i went to my actual notes and saw that it was in the mac os section that i took all these notes and then i was redeemed mitch is very mad right now (laughs) i wouldn't say mad i would say annoyed you know what the look on your face is you want to smack me is the look on your face (laughs) And that's fair because I think I'm being a little obnoxious. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little, little annoyed. That's all. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, uh, new or updated app. So I, I thought I'd picked this on a whim. Honestly, I was like, well, you know, messages. They like to do stuff with messages, and then I got a whole lot of stuff with messages. So that's a big ding right there. So yeah, where what part was this part of iOS? The iOS section that they, yeah, yeah. You can now edit messages and undo message, and you can mark as uh, unread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, they're they basically opened up all the things that people wanted. Not to Mm -hmm. mention, they also you used to only be able to do share play through uh, FaceTime. You can now do that in messages, so you don't have to be looking at each other. Uh huh. Yeah, Yeah, that's. I think that's a solid, solid. Uh, and now the the reason that that's cool, um, because SharePlay will allow you to play and pause, and you you basically that translates to the other person's TV as well, or video or whatever you're watching. So like, if you and I, that's just I don't know that this would ever happen, but you and I were like, oh, we should watch the new Kenobi together, and so we uh, we. Pull both pull, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi up on uh, Disney Plus and we share play with each other. Now, I don't know if you can share play with Disney Plus. I haven't really looked into it, but we share play with each other. We we can uh, text now instead of having to be on a live video chat. And if I and naturally and naturally we both start the conversation with hello there. Hello there. (laughs) I have that here and I don't have it ready. (laughs) everyone i'm gonna have to pass that pass on that so anyway um but uh we why that's cool is let's say you know i gotta get up and use the restroom real quick i pause it and it pauses on your tv as well 
And so I can get up, take care of my business, come back and start it up again. And we're, bo we're both at the same spot in the video, mm -hmm. you know? So when we're chatting, you don't like spoil something for me because it hasn't happened yet on my side. So I think, I think that, uh, <clears throat> that's really the power of share play. It's not so much that you can talk with each other while you watch it or whatever, but you, you can do that, but, um, mm -hmm. but you can do that in messages now instead of having to be on FaceTime. So very cool. Yeah. I thought that Indeed. was a nice addition. Updated health app. I gave you this point because they talked about the, uh, the, um, sleep, uh, enhancements. Um, so that, that's going to play into the, oh, wait, is that going to play into the health app? Yeah, that does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that's and they the had only the, thing. They had the, the eight, no, the AFib history stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yep. And I think medications so. is probably going to be part of, uh, that medication yes, and medications stuff and, too. And watch OS. Mm -hmm. We'll mm -hmm. tie into, um, the health app as well. Mm -hmm. so. And we'll, we, if we got time, we'll talk about that a little bit more later, but. Um, but yeah, so we both got points on those. Huzzah. All right. First wild card. Mac Pro announced. <sighs> How do we get a M1, or I'm sorry, an M2 Two, MacBook yep. Air, an M2 MacBook Pro 13-inch with the touch bar, but we don't get <laughs> Mac Pro? What is going on? Because I honestly, I bet they're saving the Mac Pro for like the M2 Max and M2 Ultra. Like it's going to be bonkers. Yeah, I can, I can see your. But point it's there. funny. It's I. It, but I get your point too. Like they teased it at the very end of their last event, right? And they have now since announced two new computers before that one. They've already teased. So, so, so who I knows? Think, who knows if it got delayed because of you know uh, chip shortages or you know uh, supply chain this whatever whatever you know but yeah so i uh who knows yeah i'm pretty sure there's probably supply chain conversation to have with this um because they they don't want to announce it and then ship it like a year and a half from now so all right so i got a for that one and uh you put in two app demos and i didn't know how to uh how to score this one exactly um i'm pretty sure you didn't get this one so it's up to you to make the case oh is, is that why it's get... yellow yeah that's no why it's so yellow. if if we remember i said this was the part where they bring someone from a third party out to be like oh because of metal we can do blah blah blah, or you know or because of whatever and they only did one they yeah. did the uh the, the resident game. evil guy that was you know mm -hmm. he spoke in japanese the whole time um yeah. which, which i, which I, I love sent, it which i sent you an emoji <laughs> yeah you were bored but my favorite thing about that and this is this happens too with uh quite a few of the folks at our church that whose first language is spanish is like they'll be in like a really like you know, like back and forth, like excited conversation. And then just every once in a while, English words pop up uh -huh. in this stream of Spanish. And that happened a couple of times in this and his, you know, his Japanese. And that always cracks me up. Yeah. It's like, you know, just to me, gibberish, obviously not. I just don't know Japanese. So mm -hmm. not, it's just incomprehensible. And then, oh, there's a word I know. And then incomprehensible. <laughs> no, another word I know. Like, it's just a fun little game. And it cracks me up. And it means, I think it just means I'm a child, but it's, it's, it gives me little bits of pleasure. 
because uh, it's just funny. No, I did not get this one. There was one. I, I, as soon as he came out, I was like, crap, there's only going to be one. Why did I pick two? Yeah. So yeah, no point for me. All right, buddy. You got to go over here. My boy is being, was laying in my lap and he decided not to lay in my lap anymore. <clears throat> All right. So uh, we're going to give you a uh, no on that one. All right. This next one, I was really surprised that I didn't get this because this is, it seemed like this was a really low hanging fruit for the, uh, for yes. the presentation. Yeah. But the live audience will be seen on the live stream. Didn't happen. I, which is to your point. Uh, I thought this was a slam dunk. This was such an opportunity for them to be like, look what we're, what we're doing. Like, look, you know, this is a, such a great opportunity for self-promotion and, uh, and it just totally didn't happen. So, all right. My pick was new multitasking features in iPad OS, not resizable. <laughs> <laughs> So I cannot so, give you the points for that. No, this is this is a a two point swing, right? Because you got it, and I did not. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about a, an even bigger swing in a different pick mm -hmm. later on. So yeah, I did not get this one. Am, am I happy to have not gotten this one? Yeah, because it's yeah. more than what I thought we were going to get. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm, you you and I both envisioned like a uh, a tiled interface with just more mm -hmm. apps tiled um, where what we ended up getting was a uh, what would be the, like a window interface. So, yeah, I'm cool with it. So, so yeah, I still wish we, either. we had a great, uh, great sound effect for this pick, but uh, this is our buck wild card pick. <laughs> buck wild. Buck wild card. So, so, we I'm going to I'm going to go to yours first. Craig Federici wore a blue shirt. Man, he sure did. He never First thing he always wears First blue thing shirts. on my <laughs> I know. First thing <laughs> first thing on my note sheet, first line, Craig has a blue shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Who doesn't love Craig Federici though? Oh my oh god, my, dude, when so he so much fun. That the uh the basketball jump shoot, the jumpsuit. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> And his 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 very much dad form when he shot the ball, <laughs> or like yeah. oh, there was the one where he's like walking, like strutting, you know, and his like hair, <laughs> like he's become a caricature of himself, and I I absolutely love it. Would would it not be hilarious if he he uh if he ended up CEO after Tim leaves? Well, so the other the other thing that I've heard, and I think it was it was Mike Hurley talking yeah. about it. He thinks it's going to be John Turnus. John Turnus, the guy that, yeah, I can see the guy that. that does the Mac presentation yeah. of the hardware. There, the argument is that that uh, they would want somebody younger because a lot of these guys are are not that much younger than Tim Cook, so they wouldn't. I they think would, John's probably like early forties. Oh yeah, John definitely is much much younger yeah. than than. Yeah. Uh, Craig Federici and some of the other guys. So, I mean, you know, you don't want a CEO that's going to be in there for three, four years and then leave. You want somebody that's got, you know, 10 years in position or better. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, um, my pick was hilarious because uh, Tim Cook wears a pride, pride watch band. 
Do you oh, know he had long sleeves on he the had whole time? Long sleeves on in the <laughs> keynote. And it made me so mad. It's like he probably has it on right now, but you can't see it. So why did I get the point? He 24 um, hour rule. So 24 hour rule. He was seen in uh he came to the uh Steve Jobs Theater for the hands-on event for the uh for the MacBook Air. And there were pictures of him with his uh, Apple Pride band on his his Apple Watch. So um, I get the point because of the 24-hour rule. So, Yep. All right. All right. Last one. Drum roll. Our annual Predict These pick. Um, this is the uh, pick that we uh, wager uh, how many points we think um, we're going to get on this one uh, from one to three points. And, uh, and we have to, what we do is we pull a pick from our annual predictees to, to say that we think this is going to happen in this event. So I selected more widget interaction and I, I wagered three points on this. Cause I thought this was a, what was like low hanging fruit. This has got to happen. And, uh, and so that's the yep. uh that's the huge point swing because i yep. also predicted that but it was only for one point so i yep. i didn't get a point and you lost three i lost three this, points yep. this swung the entire thing this is the reason that i lost and my annual predictors pick that i thought was going to happen at this event was the ar mr headset is discussed and obviously there was zero mention of this no mention at all um just like tvos <laughs> and i remember being very when we did our last show very unsure of how many points to wager on this yeah and i eventually was like okay i'm just gonna go with two i'm not super confident but i'm like i just kind of shot the middle ground and that has saved my skin but I still because, have to, I still have to do this. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got it wrong. That's fine. Uh so that is all of our picks. Yeah. And we have we total have time. scores, Mitch. We have total scores. Total scores. Um yes. Mitch ends up with two points. Cam, three points. Yes. And uh as as my first act as uh WWDC predictees champion is to give myself the title of benevolent predictator that is uh that is the title i shall be going with benevolent predictator uh-huh. <laughs> dude i was that's, that's absolute was... genius i can't be mad at that <laughs> i was that's why when i saw that I could argue for the mail. I was like, Oh my God, I can win. And I can, I've been sitting on this for like four days. I was no, I was in the shower on like Tuesday. And I was like, we got to have a name for the winner of this. And then I was like, of course, cause I'm in the shower. Great idea. Just pops. In. And I was like, Oh my God, but everyone predictator. This is <laughs> <laughs> that totally makes up for the, the, how terrible the predictees name is. I like it. <clears throat> All right. So yes, that is that is uh, the name that I benevolent uh... predictator. I like it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we've got time, so why don't we talk about the uh, the rest of the event? Um, I'm gonna shuffle this window out of the way here. And all right. So 
In iOS 16, we got uh, new lock screen customizations, and we we touched on this a little bit earlier. Um, I really like this, dude. This looks really cool. cool. Yeah, I've got a couple on my phone, um, and it's really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, I would the, say what what really excites me is to really look through some of these uh, these special ones that they made, like the weather one and some of the other ones. I don't know that I'll actually use them, but the fact that they've got them in there, like the astronomy one where you unlock it and the moon trans or the sun or the earth transitions down and then your apps come on and it's just, man, it just looks really neat. So. Yeah. And it's, I mean, like I said earlier, the, the way that you customize them is the exact same way you do it on the Apple watch. You know, mm-hmm. you long press on the screen, it pops up with the customizer. You can swipe that, you know, left and right. Um, and then they they have that depth effect, you know, like where you can like the, the picture mm-hmm. of the person or the dog. And in my case, I've got one where I've got this awesome, like, uh, mountain from the Himalayas yeah. and the numbers are hiding just behind it. And it's got the weather. And I'm mean, like, it's just, dude, it looks so good. And you can, there's six different font choices for, um, you know, the UI elements. Uh, you can have one widget above the time next to the date. And then you can mm-hmm. fit up to three underneath the time and you can control the colors. There's a whole palette of colors, or then there's the custom color option too. So you can tweak it to either match your screen or contrast it, you know, however you want. Uh, you can set the opacity of it too. So um, it's, it's really, really neat. And then you can, um, if you have the three widgets on the underneath the time, <clears throat> you don't really get the depth effect as well. Yeah. Um, but if you just have the time, the top bar, you can, you can um, pinch to zoom on the, um, on the picture and then as you get close it like pops it up it's it's super cool man i love it i have a picture of the black spires and uh, millennium falcon from uh, galaxy's edge that i'm really looking forward to trying with this feature to see if maybe i can just get the black spire to kind of cut off a little bit of the time and i think that'll be look really cool so we'll see what happens but i'm looking forward to that I have that as a wallpaper on all of my devices except for my iPhone. So, because it doesn't really fit on the orientation of the screen very well. Yeah. But anyway, I'm super excited about that. Um, you know, the wallpaper gallery again, uh, two of the two of the faces that they showed on there that have like additional features are like they're just, you know, the weather one where if it's raining outside, it'll rain on your phone. You know, if it's, uh, you know, whatever the weather is, is kind of uh, reflected by the live wallpaper. So I think that that's really, really neat. Um, the notifications, uh, notifications are being shrunk down to the bottom instead of filling up the screen. It's um, amazing. I, I'm digging it's so that. so good. It's so good. Because mm-hmm. like, you can see your pre, like your most current ones. And then if you choose to, you can flick them up and then you get back to the old. Mm-hmm. But they're just, I mean, it's so nice because why you, have we not had this yeah it's one yeah. of those just like dude this is a no-brainer man and you swipe them down and they disappear right they just go uh-huh. down to a, just a little like it's all say 10 notifications on the bottom yeah it's mm-hmm. it's so much better have you had an opportunity to see the live activities yet uh, uh only with um only with music yeah because so, there, there's no third parties that are, that are i'm not 
on any betas for third parties yet. correct yeah that's going to take so. a little while for that third party support but uh the live activities for those of ha that haven't seen it is basically like the way they demoed it in the video was uh there was a sports score and rather than getting spammed with all of these um score changed you know uh, you know if you if, if you watch a football game or you have a football game on the espn app or on the nfl app you get a notification every time there's a score instead of having that it uh, puts it into a little box on the bottom of your lock screen that just shows you the score and and other inf whatever other information that they have in there and then that updates live so if you want to know what the score is you just look down at your your phone um i hope that there's still an option for getting the notifications um i don't i don't know that you've had the opportunity to see if that how that works but um i would really love to see them still offer those um those notifications because you know if i'm at work and there's a game you know it's kind of nice to have it hit my my watch and then just be able to look down and see oh so-and-so scored you know um instead of having to think about it and be like oh let me look at my pull my phone out of my pocket and look at my phone to see what the score is so that would just be nice but we'll see what happens i hope there's a way <clears throat> to just turn it off for sports for me yeah because, like, if I'm not watching the game, I don't want to know the score. Because that means, uh, like, that's, that's true if, I'm, if I'm mm -hmm. interested enough in a game and I'm not able to watch it live, I don't want to know the score. Because I'm going to watch it later. Yeah. You know, so I better be able to just say, no, no, no live notifications at all. Cut it out. I don't want to know. Yeah. And when, a lot of times when, they're, when we, like, the Packers are playing in Monday Night Football or something like that. I, I don't ever ever go back and watch that game. I just because I'm going to know the score before I leave work anyway. So, or at least where where the score is at. So, and at, at that point, it's kind of worthless to go back and watch it. So, to have those notifications for me is kind of nice. So I get I get where you're coming from, but um, and yeah, on, total, just on total a Sunday, yeah. yeah, on a Sunday, if I'm getting out of church a little late, and I we pop over to Walmart and somebody ruins the score for me then I don't end up starting from the beginning when I get home. I end up starting from wherever they are live. And, it, you know, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, the other thing that I've got in my document here for um, updates is there was a bunch of updates for Focus. Um, yes. So you can link your lock screens to your Focus, uh, whatever yes, Focus mode you're in. Uh -huh. so now if you have a like for work you have a specific maybe you don't want the picture of your kids on your phone for work but you want it for your per for outside of work during mm -hmm. work you can have a different uh, wallpaper and design and whatever um for that lock screen and then when you get out of work uh whether it's tied to geolocation or if you have it set for times um now now you walk out of work you know, I walk out of work at nine o'clock at night and boom, the picture of my kids or, you know, I don't have kids yet, but picture, picture of my wife or whatever personal picture I have that I want on the lock screen is there instead of, uh, instead of whatever I replaced it with during work. And that, that I believe, uh, translates over to the complications and stuff like that, that you put on those, those screens as well. 
Exactly. So, you know, if I, I don't really have a job where I have to deal with a lot of email, but if that were the case, then I could have an email widget on the screen for work and then it would go away when I'm not at work. So, yeah. And so now with focus, you can control your home screens, which you've always been able to have. So you can mm-hmm. have different home screens per focus. You can have Correct. different lock screens per focus. So you can have, and those lock screens, like you said, can have different widgets, different colors, different backgrounds, different mm-hmm. fonts, like all the full, all the customizations carry over to the focus. So now based on your focus, you can have, oh, you, there's also focus filters, which they added this yep, year. I was going to get to that here in a second. You mm-hmm. can, you can um, set, uh, people groups and messages you can set calendars and calendar you can set email accounts in mail and you can set tab uh tab groups in safari mm-hmm. per focus yep so that with with those three things the the uh, the app controls which that's going to go to third parties as well too mm-hmm. is that business yeah, so you can have you can have between the focus filters the lock screens and the home screens you can essentially completely alter your phone automatically based on as you said geolocations times that sort of stuff so that your phone matches the context in which you are currently which is mm-hmm. super super cool um that you now have such granular control over how it looks what's available who can contact you what you know what apps can notify you uh what email accounts can or can't you know and it's I mean, full control over how you want your phone to uh, exist based on context. Um, And so I messed with this a little bit and I've got a, what I call just my weekend focus and I've got a, a, you know, a lock screen for it. I've got a a tab group for it. That's just stuff that like I want to catch up on over the weekend so i just throw it into my weekend tab group and then boom when i open safari it opens that tab group for me and it's like oh here's the stuff that i wanted to check out this weekend um and i've got a different setup of um widgets and apps on my home screen um that are more focused on weekend stuff so like taking pictures and videos uh reading um you know messages which i never have on my home like uh discord just like stuff that like is I have more free time on the weekend. So this is the stuff I'm most likely to use mm-hmm. uh, on the weekend. And then, you know, Monday morning when I wake up, it's going to go back to my regular um, setup. So it's just like, I watched my phone at five o'clock on Friday and it just flipped over to the new focus mode. I was like, Oh, this is so cool. Yeah. And I'm excited for that, that focus filters to get expanded, uh, you know, as, as time goes, but it's, Cause I never really was into focus modes before. Yeah. Um, but this has me playing with it a lot more. And now I've got a couple that I'm like, Oh, I can use this and I can do that. And, so yeah, what the, fun. I heard, I can't remember what podcast it was that I heard this last week, but they likened it to eliminating the need for the work phone because now you have a work phone built into your personal phone, you know, cause especially like with mail, you don't see your personal mail while you're at work. You don't see, you don't have to see your work mail while you're, while you're at home. You know, it's, it's like having, you, you literally can have as many phones as you want all in one phone. Yeah, it's real fun. It's, yeah. I like it. It's good stuff. So I'm excited to try it. I'm going to wait for the uh, public betas just cause I can't afford to plunk down a hundred bucks to be a developer and, 
and uh, download the developer builds. And it would all be on my main devices too, and I'm a little bit leery about that. Has the stability been good on iOS? My iPhone's been fine. It's an iPad that's crashed, I think, three times. But that was all around stage manager stuff. Yeah. So. And new features, I think, are going to... Well, and I expected, I expected that. Um, but, you know, I, I, I've never had the developer beta on my phone before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, I did an iCloud backup right before I did it. So if it freaks out, I can always... Hmm. do that but it's no my iphone's been totally fine all right well let's go ahead and uh, move on here um we talked about messages earlier i don't think we need to reiterate that point um you can edit messages undo send you know mark on red um how did, did you get excited about the mark on red feature and messages no but I, I could totally see why people would yeah i've heard a lot of people say that this is the one feature they've been waiting for um, I don't really get it. I don't need it for anything, but, um, but I appreciate that other people do, you know, people that use their inbox as their to-do list, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's what it comes down to. I, I just don't do that. So, yeah, there was one thing that I wanted to mention about messages real quick is yeah. the new dictation features. Oh, I was going to get to they... dictation next. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but they leave the keyboard open while you're dictating now. So you Mm -hmm. can easily jump in and, you know, uh, start typing something or which I thought was really cool is you can highlight words like you would, you know, and then you just start talking and it replaces the highlighted words with what you dictate. And it's just like, man, that's just clever. Yeah. My wife uses the dictation stuff a lot. So, um, I think she would really get into that just being able to, okay, well, you know, this, the, the, I've got this word that I just used that it does not get right. I can just tap that out real quick and then continue dictating. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that would be, that'll be a cool feature for her. The automatic punctuation I think is uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it must, it must be um, listening to the inflection in your voice. Um, that's the only way I can think that they're, that they're figuring this out or the words that are used. Obviously, if you say, well, what time do you want to meet? You know, it's exclamation point. Yeah. There's, well, there's <laughs> gotta be a question mark on the end of that because you started with the word, what? Um, you are also in inflection, you might say, well, what time did you want to meet? You know, or, you know, however it's inflected might, might, uh, uh, indicate, and it may be way simpler than that, but, uh, that's just, that's the couple of things that I could think of that it's listening for. Yeah. So, um, do you have much to say about the app intents? I'm not sure that I necessarily understand what they were talking about with app intents. Uh, it had something to do with Siri and how uh, the developers were uh, integrating Siri into their apps. Oh, I didn't even take notes on that. Okay. So that tells you how much I well, care about it. Well, my notes said app intents, and then it moved right on to the next thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing else in there. Um, there's some enhancement to live text uh, that now has live text in video. So... If you are watching a video that the example that they used, if you're watching a video teaching you about like coding something, you can pause it and actually copy the, uh, the text that's on the screen and put it into your app and, and play with it. Um, I think that's, that, that seems really cool. Um, I've got quick actions as a, as the next bullet point in here. And I'm well, there's also, 
real quick in live text yeah. you can there's translation in there too so oh no, like, that's that's coming that's coming up. They talked about quick actions right after the video thing, and I'm can't I'm trying to remember see, what that, that I didn't write that down either. Yeah. But the camera view in translate in the translate app um is much like uh the Google um what do they call it? Google Lens feature where you could you could put the camera up to like a stop sign that was in a different language and it would tell you it's a stop sign. Not that you need it because you can tell it, but um <laughs> But, you know, I think it was uh, Casey on ATP this last week was talking about how, the, you know, they went to like this French restaurant and their entire menu was in French or German or something like that. And so they they used Google Lens to uh, to take a picture of that and it would tra it translated the whole menu. And it's like there were some problematic translations and stuff like that 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 weren't quite understandable. But for the most part, you could at least make out what what the uh, different meals were and stuff like that by translating it into English. So this would be a cool feature for you know just kind of handling some of those issues. And because it's a developer event, that's a there's a live text API, so people are going to be able to um, integrate live text into their apps as well. So that should be that should be interesting to see what developers do with that. I wonder what Carrot Weather is going to do with that. <laughs> he he always finds it's really something. really clever ways to integrate stuff in his app that no one would expect to be in a weather app. Uh, James like, Thompson he's got an, too. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Can you imagine putting him in? P-Calc with live text. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. You could point P-Calc at your math homework and it could solve the problem for you. Oh, let's go, James. Get on it, buddy. My fellow awesome. Scott, get on it. Let's go. That's awesome. Um, oh I was gosh. thinking about putting how he's going to incorporate it into Dice by P-Calc. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, oh you, you could use physical dice and it could read the dice. Well, can it read? It's know. not text on dice unless no. your dice says one. Yeah. Like actually has the word written out. Yeah. Figure it out. I bet I bet those exist, but, anyways, but uh, yeah. Um I have a I had something when I was going back through my notes, uh, because I wrote all my notes out and then I and then I typed them all out. I had something called visual lookup. I don't remember this. So this is where he grabbed the dog from a picture. Oh, right. Pulled the dog out from the background mm -hmm. and then he dropped it in messages and just sent a picture of his dog with no background. Right, right. No, that is that is awesome. And it works. Like I had a picture of my daughter that I took the other day by the river in um portrait mode. And it's a mm -hmm. really, really, really good picture because the sun was kind of not like setting, but was coming down, you know, just mm -hmm. it, overall just very pretty. And I was able to grab her and pull her out. No, I was doing it on my iPhone, so I had nowhere to to take her to. But I was yeah. like, "Oh my god!" I mean, it even got like her hair, which was blown in yeah. the wind, and it's real curly, you know. So yeah, her hair is is a non trivial thing to work around, you know, for that. Exactly. So. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. it, and it was blown in the wind, and so yeah. it was pretty cool. I don't know really how useful it's going to be, but you know, it it would seem really fun to uh, to be able to just pick any picture out of any anything like that out of a picture and throw it into your and throw it into a message well it, it almost seems to me like like a sticker feature mm -hmm. for real things you know what i mean yeah. like there's a couple of pictures of like like i've got one of my daughter my parents don't ask why have 
my dad built a seven foot tall T-Rex and like a 10 foot long Triceratops out of wood <laughs> for my sister's wedding a couple years ago. And they've been in my parents' backyard ever since. Yeah. Just it, it don't whatever. It's just there. And so there was a picture I got last summer of my daughter sprinting away from the T-Rex like ah, like she was terrified <laughs> she did it all on her own all on her own and so I was able I was taking you know and I was able to snap I got a perfect she's running and her face is just pure terror ah, and the T-Rex is in the background <laughs> I'll have to send it to you it's oh, I'd love to see that that sounds um, hilarious but I imagine pulling her like running scared out of that and then just sending that as like a sticker as a reaction to something in a <laughs> in a message would be hysterical yeah you know and it just so it I think my usage of it will be much more in a in a uh, sticker gif sort of you yeah. know reaction to things than to do anything serious the, but the unfortunate thing that i've heard at this point is that it you can't use it as a sticker um right it would be used as an as a cropped image sort of um but uh but i can see a future where they uh, they put uh, a a sticker pack in messages that's just all of those things like you hold you hold down on that it crops it out and then you select sticker uh, from that and then it collects it into your own sticker pack so mm -hmm. i could like that yeah so i'm about to send you the uh the, the t-rex picture sure and i'm gonna send the caption i put with it when i post it to instagram because <laughs> i thought it was pretty clever well while you're doing that uh, i'll move on to wallet um there's just a handful of things in wallet that uh that they rolled out um driver's license they they mentioned that there's two states maryland and arizona that it's already rolled out and uh and then i'll, I'll get to that in just a second i got you i got it um keys they've got more automakers that are uh that are going to be supporting the um keys uh in apple wallet uh, you'll be able to share keys with people, which I hope doesn't become problematic. <laughs> uh, it would be nice to like, you know, my wife is, oh, I locked myself out of the car and, you know, and then you just send her the key, which I would think she'd have the key already, but, um, but who you're going to send those keys to, I'm not entirely sure. Um, unless, unless it's like you can share the key for like four hours and your teenage daughter is going, is taking the car. And, uh, after that four hours, it times out. And so she, if she's, uh, if she's late getting home from the concert she went to or whatever, now she's got to call you and ask for permission to get the key. That might be a fun, fun little thing to do, but, um, oh, gosh. <laughs> But yeah, I would think that they would have time limits on sharing, just like they do with like location sharing and stuff like that. But um, or if you if you had somebody that needed to borrow the car to be able to share the key with them, uh, Apple Pay got some uh, interesting updates. Uh, the tap to pay feature. So now, if uh, you're running a farmer's market, uh, you're at the farmer's market selling some stuff and you want to use tap to pay on your phone. Uh, I'm not sure how this is going to set up. If you have to use like square or, um, or one of the, uh, the payment companies to do that, or if that's just going to go, no, it's, it's, it's built right into Apple pay. Is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. So you'll be able to, uh, accept payment that way. So I think that's pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm personally excited about this cause I have a, um, I've got a square, 
uh, you know, card tap chip reader deal for mm -hmm. uh, my photography and videography stuff. And they take a percentage. Yeah. You know, and so I, it would be, I'm excited to see if this works and if Apple takes a percentage, mm -hmm. uh, which they didn't mention. And I'm right. assuming they will take, you know, so who knows what it's going to be, but to be on a, you know, at a shoot instead of someone like, you know, having to Venmo me the cash or taking it through my square thing or them writing me a check or whatever, they can just tap my phone and boom, we're done. So that, that picture is pretty good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. Um, I think the other thing that, uh, that they talked about Apple pay later is interesting. Yeah, sounds dangerous to me. Um, what, what kind of befuddles me about this is that this is, this is really set up to basically take money out of your next, what is it? Four or three paychecks. So you have, you pay, yeah. Yeah, you pay now for the first payment. And then every two weeks you are, you are uh, supposed to pay for a quarter of the payment, uh, mm -hmm. until the, the six weeks Sixth is up. Week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically it's set up for, um, for like, if you get a paycheck every other week, we take this, we want this much money out of that paycheck, you know, so you can kind of spread yep. it out over your paychecks. Uh, that doesn't literally take the money out of your paycheck. It, it's more of like, okay, now it's due. So you have to pay your $46, uh, for mm. this, this thing. But what is interesting about this is that this does is not just Apple products, which it's anything that it's, you buy with Apple pay. It's pretty much anything that, yeah, it's anything that you can put through Apple pay. I would assume that there's a dollar amount, uh, requirement. So if you, if it's over, I'm going to so, put, put this Pepsi on <laughs> Apple pay later, <laughs> we require your 37 cents today. <laughs> so, ah, you know, never tasted so sweet. You know, we go, you know, and I, I say Walmart, but Walmart doesn't take Apple Pay, so um, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, you go to, go somewhere uh, that does take Apple Pay, and say we want to get a Lego model uh, that's sixty dollars, and it will spread fifteen dollars uh, every two weeks for us to be able to buy that Lego model. So, um, so it, it's an interesting idea. I like it. Uh, it also has order tracking in it. So they're going to, they're partnering with Shopify to start. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, Shopify is a good one because they, they really own this space online. I, there's been so much that I've ordered uh, that, uh, that Shopify does all the order tracking for me. So um, this is a good first partner in this, but it's not complete. You know, I really think that you, they need to be uh, getting deals with UPS and FedEx and, a lot of those that to tie this order tracking into Apple pay, but we'll get there. I think, I think they'll, uh, they'll work on that a little at a time and get that taken care of. The only problem that I see with this is that, uh, FedEx and, and UPS and even USPS is, is making it more and more difficult for apps like parcel and, and deliveries and stuff like that to tie in. So, um, so I think that they may not want you to use something like this so we'll see what happens maybe the maybe we'll get what we we want and maybe we won't so but it'll be interesting we'll keep an eye on that the next thing they talked about was maps 
And the only thing that I got excited about this is they finally are are including multi-stop routing. Yes, this this gets an applause. Yeah. Yeah. So or a big ding. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh multi-stop routing, uh I've used that in a ways before. And and you'll be able to ask Siri when you're in route to add stuff too. So um I'm I don't know what it's going how it's going to work exactly right now because I know back when I was using Waze all the time, you if you needed to get gas, you just went in there and selected the gas icon and then it would show you the gas stations that were coming up on your route. And so you just tap you pick one, uh maybe depending on what the the cost of the gas is or something like that you just pick one and then it would route you off the highway to stop and get gas and then route you right back onto the highway and you keep going what i have found severely lacking in apple maps is that if you need to get gas while you're in route um basically you got to watch your signs pull off the highway if if you like if you want to mess around with this in you know i don't rec- recommend this but if you want to mess around with this in the in the car while you're driving it does they don't make it easy it's like oh i need gas and it's like well here's like 20 places that you can get gas from that are within a hundred mile you know radius of you but it's like well i just want to know what's up at the next stop and one of the one of the options is taco bell <laughs> well there was one time where where i did this uh to see you know where where can where's like the the closest quick trip oh well quick there's quick trips all over. it's like those are a hundred miles away i need one at the next stop you know what's at the next stop uh, you know what route i'm taking what's at the next stop so that's something that I th- I feel like is low hanging fruit for a maps update, but hopefully this multi stop routing will improve this. Because if I say, "Hey, hey, Dingus, can you or uh, where's the next quick trip?" Then, uh, which is a gas station that we have up here. I don't know if you have them down there, but they're all over up here. We had them in Kansas. They're glorious. Yeah, I like my quick trips. Um. And you say that, then they're like, oh, at at the next stop, there is a quick trip. And then it then it automatically routes you to that quick trip and then routes you back onto the highway, much like Waze did. So I think this will be really cool. It'll be it'll be useful. There were uh, two other things that I thought were pretty interesting about maps. Uh the transit option now mm-hmm. shows the fares. And yep. you can add your transit card to wallet and also reload your transit card from the wallet app. So they're really adding features that people that mm-hmm. take transit every day really would benefit from. And there's yeah. that, I mean, the, the tens of millions of people that live in major cities that use transit regularly. I mean, that's a huge win for those people. Um, and it, I would, I would even benefit from it when I go visit Chicago, you know what I mean? Um, just be easier that way. And then the other one that I thought is interesting too, is that look around the, the feature in maps where you can look around yeah. you know, the actual area uh, is now available to third parties to show look around data for maps in their apps. Yeah. And I think that is a, I think an underrated feature that apps could really take advantage of um, showing their, like showing their location uh, and that sort of stuff. Um, and like, this is something that I wonder again, you know, how carrot carrot weather has those quests. 
and then when yeah. you find them on the map, like it just pulls up like a Wikipedia article, or whatever. He mm-hmm. could also pick pull up the look around data when available, so you could actually see the place that you just discovered. Yeah, that'd be fun. Hmm. I, I know you're not listening, developer of Carrot Weather, but that would be a, a good idea. We got some say. golden ideas for you, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Put in your premium membership. Yep. Good. Um, the next thing they talked about was sports in Apple News. We like sports, so we don't care. Who knows? All right. Anyway, moving on. You don't um, know that song? Okay. Uh, no. I don't. I don't know anything. Um, family sharing. Just I've, two guys, and we're having a good time. It's you know, the I've, Lonely Island and Adam Sandberg. No. Okay. All right. Well, it's not worth. I'm sorry. Now. I'm sorry, man. Don't forget, okay. we're ten. We're ten years apart. What <laughs> <laughs> was cool for you? I probably have no idea. Um family sharing uh this this i thought was interesting i you know as a father i'm I'm not sure uh what you're thinking about this um with my wife and i looking to do foster care uh or foster to adopt um i can see how this might help us out but these kids accounts um are going to be tied to their age so the, the kids accounts don't exist right now right um, this is a new feature. They already exist, but they're adding new features to it. Okay, so you you can because uh, before previously, like they would have you could set uh, time limits and like through okay. screen time, and then set oh, permissions. Uh, like if they want to buy an app, they have to send a parent the request and that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. they've been around for a couple of years. Okay, no, you're right. Um, so there's age settings that they're adding to this. So so you can uh, you can put in the child's age and then set things appropriately for that age uh you can adjust that age as the child gets older adjust their you know what they're allowed to look at and what they're allowed to you know to do um based on their age i'm guessing that uh that as they get older the the iphone is going to inform you that hey you know your your child just had a birthday maybe you would like to look at um, maybe you'd like to look at, uh, increasing their permissions or whatever for this. I wouldn't be surprised if that, if that, that starts to happen. I think they mentioned something like that. Cause you can yeah. set different, uh, age rating levels for like, uh, web content, uh, okay. movie content, book content, that sort of stuff. Um, I think they mentioned something about how it's going to age with the kid as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, my daughter's five, so I'm not worried about any of this right now because yeah. she she has my old iPad Air from like four years ago, and it has Disney Plus on it, and then Duolingo Kids, so she can practice her her words and her numbers. Like <laughs> the only two apps on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there's a quick start setup uh, for new devices, which looks pretty cool. I basically you just you just tell it what uh, what kid you're setting the device up for. And it adjusts all the settings that you've set on other devices for that kid. So I think that that uh, just makes the setup process a little easier. Um, one thing I have heard, uh, I know Syracuse talked about this um, and a couple others. Uh, they talked about this quite a bit on ATP, actually, uh, that Marco and, and John both said one of the biggest problems they have with, with the kids, the, the family sharing stuff, and that's why when you started talking about it, I was like, oh, yeah, no, they they totally have this feature. Uh, is that 
it's totally common in their home where they get a notification that the kid wants 10 more minutes or 15 more minutes um, screen time. And they dismiss it without, without uh, approving it. And then they basically just yell, send it again, <laughs> you know, and that's just, that's just part of their home, you know? So uh, this will be cool uh, that the screen time requests are now going to go to messages so that uh, you can actually go into messages and it, and they'll basically, it'll live there. So you can't just dismiss it by accident or whatever. Um, it, you'll actually, it'll persist there so that you can approve it, um, in right in messages. So, so that's a nice little improvement. Another Indeed. huge, another huge win, uh, for, which is okay. So I have to agree with, with Andy Anatko. He said this on, on uh Mac break week of this last week that, uh, it's funny how, Apple users get a feature that uh that everyone else has had for years and we're all like oh, we have this feature woo instead of Apple why have you waited this long to give us this feature <laughs> um but what I'm talking about is iCloud shared photo library so in a family you might want to share photos right so like my wife takes a bunch of photos, I take a bunch of photos and they go to the same library instead of I take a bunch of photos, my wife takes a bunch of photos. And then I look at her and say, well, Hey, I would really like those photos. Could you send me those photos? And then she's got to go through and airdrop them all to me. And it's just a, bunch, a big pain for us. Like this, this is going to be a really cool feature to be able to just you know, have shared photos. And not only that, you can choose what you're sharing. So, you know, she doesn't need all my screenshots, you know? Um, so I, I can eliminate that. It's, you know, I'm not going to end up sharing everything with her, but, uh, sharing people, sharing different places. Um, I don't know what the granularity is of the setup for this, but, but they did talk about people like, you know, it has, if there's a person in the, in the photograph, then, uh, then it will share it with the, the group or the family. So I think this is going to be a cool feature. Yeah. I'm a little, <clears throat> what's the word? Not concerned is too strong. Uh, wary. I don't know. It just, it seems like, setting it up and going through and choosing which gets sent and which doesn't. And, and like, it'll be more like, it feels it, like it's going to be a lot of work to get it set up. I think once you get it mm -hmm. set up and then it just works, that'll be nice. But like, like, let's say I wanted to set this up, but like go back and share all the photos that I have of my daughter in her five years like am i gonna have mm -hmm. to scroll through now that's where the people feature might come in but is people gonna be able to tell that my six-month-old daughter is the same person as my five-year-old daughter you know i, I don't know um so that's that's can, my one concern yeah you can go in and look at that right now you know because you should have you well but i don't have it i don't have it set up to share with anybody and i don't want to but i mean you can go into your phone and go into people and see what what's yeah, in the folder in the with room with all in the other room Mitch. you don't have to do it right now good grief 
Um, okay, sorry. But you could I'm go bad. into photos, look at people, and then and then uh, dive down into her photos and see, does it have all of her photos from birth all the way up? And if it doesn't, you can go in and add those photos. Well, you know, now that you say that, mm-hmm. every once in a while I get like those memories notifications, yeah. and there's one that's like Kennedy through the years, and it's got pictures of her, so it must. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Technology scary sometimes. It's all on device, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's what they tell you, Mitch. That's what <laughs> they tell you. So they, so this is the point in in the. Uh, I, I heard a, I saw a lot of comments on uh, on Discord and on uh, on Twitter about this. Their transition from iCloud Photo Library, which was fun and and exciting, into privacy, where all of a sudden Craig got really serious. <laughs> It was it was almost comical the way that he that he went from like hey I'm I'm dad to and now privacy. So the really cool hallmark feature here, and I think this I think I've heard just from you know so many people on these podcasts that I've been listening to over the last week is a safety check. So if a woman is in a relationship. I mean, I suppose this could go for men too, but if it, if somebody's in an abusive relationship that they've got to get out of and they want to just sever all of the um, all the shared stuff that they have, so they no longer share location, they no longer share anything, there's going to be basically a single button in safety check to say, disconnect me from all this stuff. And, and so that they can get out of the situation and they can't be tracked and it's going to cut off any messages any just anything from and it'll it'll disconnect them from all their own devices as well so if you've got your your iPhone and you got to get out of the house you can go through the safety check disconnect this stuff and walk away and there's going to be no way for the abuser to track where where you are so yeah, i yeah through through your apple devices yeah. right so the and i'm all, this is great mm-hmm Super, super good. What I want to know is how do you prevent an angry teenager from doing this and running away? Okay. Yeah, I, that's fair. You know, and so, uh, but I don't know if that's part of the parental controls that they can't access the, but like, then again, what if the parents are abusive and the kid mm-hmm. needs to get away, but they can't yeah. because, and so like, that's where I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about how this works right. to understand how someone is or isn't able to do this because like, obviously if a kid is in an abusive home and needs to get out and get to a police station or get to, you know, a friend's house to get away, they need to be able to do that. But if they're also just 14 and pissed at you and decide they want to leave because you won't let them do X, Y, and Z, like that's the, how, how does that work? Yeah. What's the granularity of the, of the feature? Yeah. I totally get that. So, yeah, I think when it works the way it's supposed to work, it's incredible. I just don't know how you, how it navigates those murkier waters where, you know, perhaps kids are involved, you know, and then does, does the parent, you know, like, especially like when there's abusive kids involved, you want the kid to be able to get to safety but if they can't prove that there's abuse and the adult find like, you know, it's just, it, it opens up a whole, and, and this is real life stuff, right? Like right. this isn't edge cases. This happens. Right. Unfortunately, more than we care to imagine that it does. 
Well, um, going through the foster uh, process. Oh my gosh! Yeah, dude, I can't even. You have no idea what, stuff. I've, what I've seen mm-hmm. or what I've heard about. So, no, yeah, totally, it's, totally it's really awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I said, super super glad that this exists. Very curious to see how it handles some of those less obvious situations. Mm-hmm. Um, to a happier note, <clears throat> they updated the home app. Whoop do freaking do! I thought you would be a little bit more excited about that because because uh, they well, really simplified it and and improved the uh, the design of it. Well, let me let me uh, read you in detail my note here. New home app! Exclamation point! Dot dot dot. But not on the Apple TV. All caps. What the crap? Apple! Exclamation point. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that's your. Like, I just. I don't. And I know I've, am I wrong in this, Mitch? Like this is the, cause you can no longer use iPads as your home hubs anymore right? for your smart stuff. So it's gotta be a HomePod mini, which doesn't have a screen on it mm-hmm. or your Apple TV, which is connected generally speaking to the largest screen in your home. Why can I not control my home from a fully fledged app on my home hub? It makes no sense to me. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, I think there's a bigger story to the Apple TV, which is why we haven't gotten, uh, we didn't get I, anything here. I, and I'm hoping you're right. Yeah. And I'm it just hoping, hasn't come yet. I'm hoping that uh, probably the September event that we see why we haven't seen anything about um, and so about when, you, when we when we were talking about this earlier this episode, I had that thought of like, would they wait until the fall? and May, and, and then release not necessarily i mean they will call it an, an, uh, an update or a new version but it doesn't change any of the underlying features or code that the apps run on it just presents a brand new user interface mm-hmm. like we had talked about that dashboard idea yeah. where we can access our apps we can access our home we can see data we can whatever and then if we go to our apps it then takes us to the current ui which is the you know the scrollable grid of whatever mm-hmm. now and, and if that doesn't change any of the underlying code for the apps then they don't need to release it at wwdc because the developers don't need to do anything mm-hmm. so they could I, I think you're totally right they could there could be something more coming that is just a new interface that they build that developers don't have to necessarily worry about yeah. now that would also mean that they're not introducing widgets which fine if i get a if i get a home map and a new dashboard view for the tv i will whoo i will dance in the streets no i think i think the dash the, the idea of a dashboard app would require widgets or some some kind of widget structure but they might just be they might just be apple for the first year and mm-hmm. then next year they release like they have done okay. with everything else in the past that's fair that's would fair. be my guess but uh yeah i i see your point um and i think that one of the, one of two things um either there's a big something big coming that they're holding off for or they just didn't do anything you know they just didn't, didn't do much for the apple tv this time yeah well I, and i suppose this depends on if we're optimistic or pessimistic yeah. what we think <laughs> the case may be I mean, I think I think just from our conversation, we're both optimistic that that they're doing something with this. Um, the hardware is really long in the tooth right now and could really use a refresh to get people excited about having new devices in this space. Or 
they just don't care and they're ready they're moving on to something else and and the apple tv is just languishing but we've seen this with apple before you know this this is a uh, this is a money making thing for them you know back in the mm-hmm. day it was a hobby as they they described it but it's a money making thing for them now because of all their services they need this in their lineup so i have to think that they've got something they're brewing something up they're just not ready to to announce anything i would hope so i would hope the other part of the home app uh that we needs to be mentioned is the matter integration so for me um buying devices i want i want cameras that i can put up in the home and and outside the home that tie into the home app and home kit I would like to not have to spend $130, $150 on cameras, uh, each camera. Yeah, it adds up real fast. Yeah, so I have wise, uh, the Wise cameras around the house right now, not HomeKit enabled. And yet their name was on that on that uh, list of names that was on the screen um, for um, for companies that are in this Matter consortium. So, you know, we, you could get, uh, now they're probably going to be a little bit more expensive if they have this additional stuff in them to work with matter, but you could get stuff that wasn't ridiculously expensive to be able to do those things. Maybe the cameras aren't even as good as the expensive Logitech cameras, but, uh, but yeah, so I like the idea that they're, that they're creating a standard that the company... This is the other thing too, is we sell this stuff at the, at the, the retail outlet, we'll call it that, that I work for. So how many people come in here or come in and are like, Hey, I've got this light and I've got these plugs and I've got this. How can I get these all to work together? And it's just a mess. Oh, well, you got to get this hub for this stuff. And then you got to get this other thing to work with these, but they don't talk to each other and they definitely don't talk to the thing that you want them to talk to. Um, so nope, you're out of luck, you know? So I think that there's a, a real play that has to happen here with these companies. And I think that matter, this matter consortium has to really, you know, do a good job with this and, and make this work for everybody. Yep. Time will tell. So, well, now you know why they spent 40 minutes on iOS. Cause I think we just spent 40 minutes spend- on iOS. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that's everything they announced in the iOS section uh, of the event on Monday. So, um, that's good stuff. Well, I shouldn't say that. Uh, they did talk about the CarPlay stuff as well. I had that noted separately from the other, other stuff. Yeah. Me too. But, but that CarPlay stuff was so conceptual and yeah, I think, I think there's, there's not much to talk about yet. It was really pretty. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. I would totally have loved to have some of those features in my dash, but, but, uh, you know, they weren't going to work with my dash anyway. Cause I've only got like a little tiny screen in the middle that tell that, that has some information on it. Um, in front of my, well, yeah, and they said my steering wheel, but coming, coming like 
2023 the end earliest end of 2023 which means that the 2024 model cars that they're coming Mm -hmm. at the end of 2023 which means i'm not going to have that in my car till at least 2030 (laughs) the earliest (laughs) and i just bought a car last year and there's no way i'm buying unless i you know someone hits me and totals my car there's no way i'm getting a new car before then right and and quite honestly um I think they had to announce this now. That's the other thing that people were talking about is why did they announce this now? I think they had to, because they've got to start working with automakers and this was going to leak. Yeah. This was definitely going to leak out. So they, they wanted to bring this up now so that people, so we know about it. So, and I think it puts a little bit of pressure on the automakers to add it. So, which I'm not opposed to. I saw uh, one of MKBHD's tweet and it was the picture of like the full width dash uh screen you know mm-hmm. it's like five feet wide or whatever which i was like dude that looks like a spaceship i yeah. want that so bad uh it, it was a screenshot of that or one of the other you know um concepts and it, it was just something like in parentheses uh hey apple um why don't, why are you just going to start making the rest of the car too or something like that like real snarky you know yeah. it made me it got me good so, so that's pretty funny what i did uh one of the other podcasts i listened to this week mentioned uh something about this too and i like the idea that um as a driver you have your display kind of in the middle so if you need to interact with that display you can kind of do that um but what this what this dash kind of did, this dash idea, was that it actually put um, information for the passenger uh, on the other side too. So yeah, there and was controls just, too, so that they can yeah yeah like so change it, the music or the the temperature or you know all sorts of stuff, send mm-hmm. messages. Yeah. So I, I think I like, it's brilliant. I like that idea, you know, and I and I'm totally down with having all of my instrument panels digital, but uh, just because I think yeah sorry and just being able to customize them to what you want instead of having you know like right now i have in my jeep right in the middle i have a digital readout for my speed if i set the cruise control it takes over that screen and says cruise control set and but i can't see the speed that i'm going for for say like five seconds as that's sitting on the screen now that wouldn't be a problem if I could read the freaking speedometer, but because I can because I see the digital readout all the time, the speedometer, like it's not ingrained in my brain to read the speedometer. So, and it's kind of one of these goofy ones where it's like 20 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour, 60 miles an hour. So now you got to look at it and go, okay, well now they're 20 between this and that like the little longer line is is carry the one <laughs> it's like, so it's not it's not one of those things where you just look at it and know um mm-hmm. so it you know where if they could if you could customize your instrument cluster like that you could have all the information that you want there and have it the way you want it you know or at least close you know whatever's closest that gives you what you need so if you want just a digital readout with a with a line across the bottom showing you know how fast you're going compared to how fast you could go uh, or if you want a round you know display or whatever you have that you have those options when it's digital 
So, and I love the yeah, idea. That was... Love the idea of having maps right in the 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 instrument cluster too. So they showed that. Or in having the directions on the heads up display, so it shows yeah. you on your on your windshield. Okay, oh, turn right. You know, that's that's something that I think is going to come eventually too. Um, Some is, cars already have it. But so I'm my, not just I'm not just saying like reflecting it off the windshield, but it's actually in the windshield. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So like my uh, one of my good friends here has got he just got a brand new, uh, three quarter ton Chevy truck. I mean, this thing is a beast right and it's got it's got a heads-up display on the um windshield that only the driver can see yeah and it's got like speed and you know direction and that sort of stuff and i was like man that is so cool oh i totally dig that idea because it kind of imagine if you if they took that whole that whole windshield and your instrument clusters down at the bottom of the windshield you have your navigation where it's actually point got a it's dropped a arrow on the road in front of you Mm -hmm. And so when it's time, like that's something that for me, when I'm following, uh, when I'm following my GPS, it's like, okay, well, is it this road or is it, or where, you know, if you've got LIDAR shooting out from the front of your vehicle and it can see that you're, that there's a road coming up that's off to the side, it can make, it can make those calculations to say, okay, that's the road I need to turn on. I need to show the driver that this is the place to turn. And so now instead of looking down at my display in the middle to say, okay, was this the one? And now I'm looking straight ahead. I'm seeing all the traffic around me. I've got an arrow in front of me that's pointing off to the side and going, I have no doubt this is where I got to turn. So I think that would be, it'd be really neat. Uh, You know, I know that's a real pie in the sky concept, but I think it'd be super neat to see something like that eventually. Mm Mm-hmm. I but, agree. But it's probably going to happen in the time in, around the time that uh, we have self-driving cars, and it's not going to be not going to need it anymore. So yeah, well, we'll see about that. Considering yeah. all the stuff that's going on with Tesla right now and their autopilot crashes. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we have we have quite a bit left here. We are at an hour and thirty-seven minutes. Um, probably going to be different after editing. So if you're looking at your uh, podcast player, oh, wait a minute, that's not where we're at. Um, how how long you want to go today? Uh, I think we should land the plane here and okay. carry on next time. Because right, we got watchOS to talk about. Um, Mac we've OS, got macOS, iPadOS. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got a lot left. Do we want to do we want to talk about the uh, hardware that they showed at the event real quick? If you if you want, I I don't mean the iPad Air looks really cool, but yeah, there's not much to really say. Um, we I mentioned that the MacBook Pro, the 13 inch MacBook Pro that they offered, still's got a touch bar on it. I think this is <laughs> we need to have a 999 dollar machine. Here it is. I think that's that's well, really the message. What's funny that too one. about that is they made <laughs> such a big deal that the MacBook Air has full size function row keys, <laughs> like yep. and like they pointed it out, and then mm-hmm. the MacBook Pro still has the touch bar. That's like, <laughs> but I will. But I'll it's all tell, money savings. To your point, yeah. I'll I'll be honest with you. Um, we I was going to bring this up when we talk about macOS, but my laptop is a 2016 macbook pro so when so to give you a little background this this is the um 
MacBook Pro that came out alongside of the one, the first ones with the touch bar. So this one did not have the touch bar and the rest of the line did. And so I went with this one because it was less expensive and I just didn't, you know, the touch bar was cool at the time, but I wasn't going to pay the, the premium for it. So this is the 2016. Why that's significant is that the uh, macOS Ventura is uh is starts at 20 the 2017 max so my mac is now not my macbook pro is now no longer eligible for updating uh to the next 0.0 release so i'm not unhappy with this mac i beat on this thing all the time and it and it works great you know i matter of fact um, I'm approaching, what was it, 2016? I maybe got it in 2017, maybe, you know, the first part of 2017. I forget exactly when I bought this. But uh, but what it comes down to is that this machine has been with me for five, six years now. And I can tell you that with my last um, Mac that I bought, um, it was a 2010 uh, MacBook Pro. That one lasted me a good, you know, good seven years and it still works. You know, it's, it's upstairs. It's slow. It's a, it, you know, it's kind of part of the reason that I updated then was because it was, uh, it was no longer going to be getting any more updates as far as uh, point .0 releases. And so I updated it then, but, uh, but this one is working way better, um, long-term than the other one and part of that could be the solid state uh um, hard drives in it and stuff like that so it's got a little bit more longevity but this would be one of the first first machines that i could literally say i could give this to my wife and not feel like i'm giving her a crap computer that's a hand-me-down you know it's still a hand-me-down but it's still it runs great um, which by the way the colors of the macbook uh macbook air really disappointed I was really hoping to look at my wife and be like, you want a purple one? <laughs> but, um, but we got the colors we got weren't, uh, weren't what we were hoping for. I think, oh, but one of them is as close to matte black as I think we're going to get. And that makes me excited. Uh, you know what? So I'm saying all this to say, to say that I am not in a position to be able to update. Um, just from a financial standpoint, I got to clear the decks right now on some other stuff that I've got. I've got uh, on payment plans and stuff like that before I could ever think about updating. But I'm starting to lean more and more into the idea that a MacBook Air actually would serve my purposes just just as good as if I updated to one of these fancy pros. And quite honestly, to take that to the next step, um, if I had a MacBook Air here, you know, in the next year or so, and I started having problems with my 27-inch iMac, which, you know, let's be honest, this thing's going to be a uh, going to be a uh, a rock for me for a while. I don't think it's you know it's still an it's an, on Intel, which is probably the only downside to it. But uh, but I could really see long term going to that MacBook Air, replacing the my current iMac with just a monitor um and doing doing the whole like mobile desktop you know laptop desktop configuration 
because I'm not down in my studio all that often working on my iMac. And yet I've got, this is the like beast of the machine that, that I have, you know? So, uh, I could totally see a future where that is my setup and I could see now an air being a solution to, to what I do as opposed to, cause I don't really do that much photo or that much video editing or motion stuff, but I think that air would probably handle that just fine. You know, uh, I can tell you it does. Okay. So I have the M1. <clears throat> so if you, if you get an M2, you know, in a year or an M3, you know, mm-hmm. in the year and a half or whatever, that thing is going to be. Yeah. So I think for my needs, that's going to be perfectly fine. And starting out at $1,200, I'm sure that I'm not going to end up with a $1,200 machine. I'm sure it's going to be, I'm going to have to spec it up and get the storage that I need and all that kind of stuff. Cause I'm sure it's not going to provide what I need for that, but. Yeah, so it's worth it's worth specking it out decently if you're going to use it for six or seven years. But you can also cop back some of that cost if you sell the iMac to somebody, you know, mm-hmm. to help reduce the, the payments. But yeah, it's I mean, it's these things are investments nowadays. Yeah, uh, for how much money they are. So it's it's worth it's worth waiting until it's financially responsible and, um, you know, getting a machine that's gonna you know, after six years, still be usable. Maybe not upgradable, but still very usable. Well, let's go ahead and uh, talk about what's delighting on this, delighting us this week. So let's... Yeah. So why don't you go ahead? I'm specking out uh, a new MacBook Air. Don't do it, Mitch. Don't. I'm just going to spec it don't out. Do and it. I'm hoping to have a price for you here in, in a little bit. I know that well, I can't okay. do it, so what's what's delighting me we've already talked about it is ipad os 16 and the multitasking and external display support like it just it makes me giggle that i can do this on my ipad now like there was a there was a tweet that federico sent out like right after um wwdc something along the lines of uh ipad os 16 uh it finally happened. Wow. And then he replied to his own tweet and just said, I'm just sitting here giggling like an idiot. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that is exactly how I feel. Like I liked it. So like I smashed that heart button. I was like, yes. Like, I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Like what we've been wanting for so long on the iPad is now here. And you know, now there's just a few more dominoes to fall for me personally. Uh, you know, and that would be logic and final cut or, you know, pro level, video and audio doesn't have to necessarily be those, but those are like the last dominoes to fall for me. And so I just, it, it like, I sat here last night at like 11 o'clock, just playing with my iPad on my ass. Like, Ooh, can I do this? What happens when I do that? Like I am genuinely excited for what the future is, or I mean, what the present is and then what it could be in the future. Once, you know, third party apps uh, get updated for all this stuff. And so the cursor isn't wonky on, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And, and as Apple hopefully refines this into a really polished uh, experience and um, you know, I'm, I'm sending feedback every time a crash happens or, or stuff like that. And so are a bunch of developers that can give much more specific feedback. Um, it's just really fun. 
and enjoyable. And that's the thing that, you know, for so long, Apple has sort of self-assigned themselves that their products bring joy and pleasure and whimsy and that sort of stuff, right? Um, but this is the first time in a long time I've felt that from, you know, from the company. Uh, I shouldn't say a long time. Since we got the, the redo of iPad OS, I'm always at like 14 or 13. I forget which one it was a couple of years ago, right? Um, but like this is, it just genuinely excites me and it brings a smile to my face. And I know that's a weird thing to feel excited and happy and, you know, get it, have a pleasurable experience with a, you know, a piece of glass attached to a chip, but like it is what it is. And I am the way that I am. And this makes me happy and excited. So that's why I, that's why I immediately traded in my iPad for a new one. <laughs> Cause I knew I was like, Oh my gosh, I will, I will, I will trade my very, 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 very functional iPad in for a new one, spend a couple extra hundred dollars and get this because I know how much I'm going to enjoy this and how much I'm going to use it. So, um, real time follow-up, uh, $2,019 for what? Uh, I, it is the, I started with the base model MacBook air and midnight cause I, none of the other colors are any good. Um, the only thing I've, it's got eight gigs of unified memory. I went to a two terabyte, uh, of storage. Oh, so there you go. If That's it's going to be my main machine, I have to have the storage. So that was an $800 upcharge. Um, the only other thing that I, that I bumped up was the power adapter. I went to the dual U, U, USB-C, uh, port. Oh, nice. Uh, that way that I could, I could plug in, uh, my iPad or something like that into it as well. Um, are there options for more unified RAM or is eight the limit in there? No, it's got 16 and 24. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But I just that's went with, I just kept it at the base of, of eight gigabytes. Well, yeah, I'm sure that's going to be doing, plenty. Yeah. And you're not doing super intensive stuff all the time. Yeah. So it's yeah. not available for order until next month anyway, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I bumped it over 2000. So if you think about uh, two thousand plus uh, another sixteen hundred for the uh, the Apple Studio display, you know you're sitting right right about where right pretty close to what I paid for my Intel iMac. So gotcha. So, so a few hundred dollars more. But. For reference, my uh, M1 MacBook Air has the one terabyte display or <laughs> display one terabyte of storage. Yeah. But I have 16 gigs of memory. So I went with a little less storage and a little more RAM than what you're looking at. Yeah. I, my, like right now, I've got 600 gigs available on my hard drive. Um, so I'm sitting pretty there. But I also store, like, once I'm done with my video projects, I move them all to external drives so that I don't bog down my, my SSD. But yeah, my so. iMac right now is sitting at just about a terabyte free i've got a two terabyte drive in here so i'm i'm about half full right yeah, now well there you go you do need yeah. the extra space <laughs> yeah. so yeah two terabytes the... is a is a must right now for me and it's mostly audio i got a lot of wave files on this machine 
So not that I couldn't outsource those to my Synology, but the Synology is filling up too. So I got, I don't have a ton of storage on the Synology right now. I think I started with four terabyte drives. So that's, I haven't even started touching raid stuff. That's a whole mm. world that I haven't gotten into. Well, it's a raid one system. It's basically a, uh, a main drive with a redundancy drive. So it's just the two drives in it. Oh. So uh, what's delighting you, Mitch? Man, I hate to do this, but normally I talk about gadgets and stuff and, and, uh, and the, like the latest thing that's, that's delighting me. And there was just, there's one thing this last week that has been a, um, a constant, uh, thing. I had a really rough week this last week. And it's probably just come down to the fact that, uh, that God's really been testing me on a lot of things. Um, there's been a lot of spiritual warfare. Their, uh, work was insane. We, uh, so much work. I, I'm every day I'm going in and I'm just, I hit the ground running the minute I walk into work and I don't stop. Like the other day, I wasn't even sure if I was going to get a lunch because I just was going and going and going all day trying to clean up this and get this done and, and got a truck to unload. So I got to clear out all this stuff. And it was just, it was a, it was a tough week and a lot of, a lot of unknowns, a lot of just complications. Um, on top of that, I got a chip in my windshield on Tuesday that I, that has cracked a, a pretty decent uh, section of my windshield. Uh, it's not, it's not like terrible, but it's bad enough. And I got to look at it every time I get in the car. Um, I did want to, I did go ahead and make a claim um, with our insurance company and safe flight is supposed to be coming out next week to repair or to replace the windshield. But, uh, but they, that's not a guarantee either because they've got, they've got to be able to get the windshield. So. Um, the appointments for Tuesday right now, but I'm kind of suspecting that I'm going to hear from them and that they're, they're going to push the appointment out. Um, there are just there, I'm sure there's other things that I'm not thinking of right off the top of my head, but it was just kind of one thing after another. And, you know, my wife's got her big sale this weekend that I haven't talked about. Um, and so there's been a lot going on with that. Uh, we've got her family coming next week, um, next starting on like, Friday, I think Friday or Saturday, and they're going to be here for about a week after that. And so there's a lot of stuff we're preparing for. And, you know, there's going to be some stress involved in having them here and, and just, you know, typical stuff, but it's been a busy month. It's been hard. And what's totally incredible. And this, this really Thursday, this lack last week was probably the, the best indication of how this last week went for me and how it, how God really stepped in and, and blessed me in all the craziness. And so what happened on Thursday? So our, our cardboard baler broke uh, last weekend. And so we've been dealing with like having to palletize cardboard 
and get it out of our our receiving area and just it's been a ton of work that we normally don't have to do and so it's been a lot of that well we we got the our pallet trailer which we send back um a couple times a week we send a pallet trailer back and then we receive a new trailer you know probably just about every day of of product so those two trailers always sit in in the uh in two of the docks that we two of the four docks that we have <clears throat> so we've been waiting for an open top dumpster for all this cardboard and so kind of what happened on thursday was the open top wasn't showing up so we had still had all this cardboard that we had to deal with so and it's just filling up the receiving department our the truck that had all the pallets in it or the trailer that had all the pallets in it seized up and wouldn't move for the, uh, the truck driver that was trying to pull it out. So now they're talking about having to get that serviced. And in the meantime, the other trailer that we had, he had to take that one. So I had to empty that one out. So now the whole receiving department is full of stuff. And this is like me, like three, three thirty in the afternoon that all this stuff is happening. And I have to have the entire department cleared out by 4.30. And so I'm just, I'm just totally, I have no idea how this is going to happen at this point. And because, you know, God has really been working on me, with me on um, relying on him, bringing it to him, you know, letting him handle this stuff. Um, I remembered partway through the day. It's like, okay, I just, I just need to pray about it, give it to him and just keep doing what I have to do to, to accomplish my goal. So the driver comes back in the driver that was taking the trailers and says, okay, well, one other thing about this trailer is that for them to service the trailer, you have to take everything out of the trailer that's in it. Well, I have no, I've got a full de a department and I looked at him. I was like, I'm just going to be honest with you. This isn't going to happen today. I says tomorrow, if you want to set up an appointment for the guys to come out and look at it tomorrow, that's fine. But, but I says, we can't do that today. I don't have time. We have a truck to unload tonight. And, and I says, I've got to have this all cleared out. And it's, and I said, it's got, and I'm just going backwards. And he said, well, that's cool. I'll, I'll let him know. And so we, that was our agreement at that point. Well, about uh, four o'clock, I'm about as flustered as I've ever been at work and just stressed out trying to figure out how I'm going to make all this stuff work. Get, and I'm, I'm running around like a crazy man trying to get stuff out of receiving so that we can, we can uh, unload a truck in there uh, Thursday night. And I look back at the door that I had, I had propped open. And there's a guy standing there in a green and yellow vest. Now, if you do you have waste management down there? Uh, I know it, yeah. Yeah. So they their colors are green and yellow. So I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Let me go see what he needs. He had our open top for the cardboard there early. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. Nice. One miracle today. And I and I says <laughs> and I and I I thanked him. I told him where, where I needed it put. So by about 20 after four, we were throwing cardboard into this open top, which by the way, we filled up in 20 minutes. <laughs> it was, it was full. 
Um, but we got we got the bulk of the cardboard all taken care of. And as we were doing that, my truck driver wa- walks in and says, uh, says, Hey, um, I look and I stopped him. I was like, okay, you either have a miracle for me or you have another problem for me. And he's like, well, it might be a miracle. He's like, the truck's moving now. So I can take that trailer. And I, and I, I was like, Oh my God, I almost cried a little because I was so excited. Um, so he took that trailer we, you know, we got to do everything like we normally would have. I had an empty trailer to put stuff in. Um, it was, it was amazing. And it was just like one of those things where it's just like, Hey, Mitch, see, you just talk to me. You ask me, I'll get it figured out. And it was just, <laughs> it was, uh, it was such an amazing kind of like, yeah, we can trust him. And so if you're going to ask me what's delighting me today, Mm-hmm. I I hate to be that guy because we don't normally go this direction with this segment, but uh, I am so I'm delighting in the Lord so much right now for just like the things He's taught me over the last week, and just how cool and awesome and how He takes such good care of us, and uh, it's it's good. Amen. So I couldn't think of anything else that was more worthy of this seg- of this segment yeah, today mm-hmm. than that. You you certainly don't need to hate to be that guy. Like that's, yeah. I'm very glad that you shared that story. That's awesome. But cool, cool. All right. Well, we will cover um, Watch OS, Mac OS, and iPad OS the next time we get together. And super excited. So got mm-hmm. a little well, ring and of the we'll bell. also. Well, also, hopefully, there'll be updates to the developer beta and maybe even some more uh, features that will come to light over the next two weeks that we'll be able to talk about as well. So just sure. because we're waiting to talk about those doesn't isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like We might no. actually have more to talk about because we're waiting. So that's, uh, I think, uh, an added bonus for taking our time with this. You betcha. All right, man. Well, it's and, been fun. Uh, well. It has been fun, and uh, as the benevolent predictator, I will allow you to end the show now. All right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your uh, permission like I needed it. Um, anyway, uh, if you want to check out more about the about our show, uh, maybe listen to some past episodes, um, find out a little bit about us, you can check us out at innerdialogue.show. Uh, that's innerdialogue.show. And uh, you can get to my socials. Uh, you, be- you best uh, hit us both up on Twitter because that looks like uh, we- we've got Cam back on Twitter now. So um, I, you can uh, find me on my website at mitchcraig.online. Uh, and I'm cambrennan.com. All right. So uh, hit us up uh, on our socials and let us know uh, if you've got comments, questions, um, maybe we got something wrong that you would like to uh, have corrected on the show next time. Uh, we can certainly do that. Um, I don't think we get things wrong, but, uh, you know, we're not infallible either. <laughs> so, but, um, by the way, did you saw, you know, we don't you... get things wrong except all the picks that we missed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's correct. Um, did you see me point at you to, to, uh, to say your, the URL of your website? Yes. Yeah, that's a radio thing where I'm throwing it to you. Uh, gotcha. Just you know, so you know why I did that. Um, anyway, we'll wrap it up. And uh, my benevolent predictator, 
Um, thank you for uh, gracing us with your presence today. Indeed. All right. Have a good week, man. See ya. See ya.